Lucky Eddie, a short story from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price by W.J. Onifer, copyright 2019. Get your copies of Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books at your favorite online bookstore. And now, Lucky Eddie, read by the author. The vampire Hadley Price walked swiftly down the sidewalk. She had just fed on a rather uncooperative human. It was a bit of a hassle, but she dealt with it to get her fill of the red. She was walking toward a coffee shop a couple blocks away. Her vampire husband, Nathan, was also out satisfying his crimson thirst. The two agreed to meet at the coffee shop to get a caffeine beverage chaser post-blood feeding. Hey, lady, a male voice came from the nearby dark alley. Me, Hadley said. Yes, you, come here. Without hesitation, Hadley walked into the darkness of the alley. She's a vampire. What does she have to fear? Who's calling me, she wondered. Maybe some hooligan wear lizard who has something to prove to his pack? Maybe another encounter with the boogeyman? Maybe a newbie vampire who had just heard of the adventures that make me famous and they just wanted an autograph? No. Instead, a guy in his early twenties stood there in the gloom. And he was quite obviously just a human. Oh no, she thought. Not another goth kid. Not this again. You're a vampire, aren't you? He said, excited. How could this D&D Zelda-playing geek tell? Hadley wondered. Even Nathan, when he was still human, didn't guess that I'm a vampire. But then again, Hadley thought, Nathan didn't believe in vampires. Not at first, anyways. This guy does. Maybe that makes all the difference. It's true, isn't it? You're a vampire, the guy said. Hadley shoved the guy right into the brick wall. Yeah, it kind of hurt, the guy thought. But I like it. I got it worse in mosh pits I've been in, he thought. But she must be a vampire. A human chick that small couldn't be that strong. Cool, he thought. And he smiled his big, stupid grin at her. Yes, Hadley said. I am. Hadley showed him her fangs. No use lying to people like this, these poser goth kids, especially when they go out of the way to look for it. These goth kids who confused the Marilyn Manson poser Halloween makeup trappings with real vampires. And she thought, everything else, as they say, that goes bump in the night. If it was only vampires they had to worry about, their massive incomplete understanding of it all was dangerous. Their pea brains didn't get that the reality of the things they thought were so cool were more terrifying than they could imagine. When he saw her fangs, he said, Cool. And now, Hadley said, You have before you a good news, bad news scenario. No, the good news isn't that you've been lucky enough to find a real vampire. For a human, that's not good news. But you are lucky in another respect. The good news is, I'm not going to kill you. Cool, he said again. You're welcome. Hadley continued. 
There are vampires out there who would do that if you told them that you knew what they are. If you were facing any one of them and not me, you'd be dead now, dead and drained of every last drop of blood. But you happen to catch me on a good night. I'm on my way to have a cup of joe with my handsome husband, putting me in a good mood. So I'll tell you what the bad news is. I'm going to break your arm. In two places. The same arm. And I won't lie to you, it's gonna hurt. But you won't scream. You won't do anything to attract attention to us in the shadows of this alley. If you do, I'll start in on the other arm. There was shock on the guy's face. He didn't anticipate bodily harm. Things had taken a decidedly not so cool change for the worst. He was scared, really scared. Maybe I shouldn't have done this, he thought. Maybe, maybe. Hadley shoved him against the brick wall again. Then she snatched the wallet from his pocket. After I do that, she said, I'm going to leave you here and I'm going to let you live. You're going to go to a hospital and get that arm set. In all the pain of the breaks, and the pain will be horrific, and all of the months of an itchy cast, you're going to create a memory of me. You're going to create a memory of the time when you met a real vampire. And do you know what you're gonna do in that memory? Nothing, absolutely nothing. You're going to keep it to yourself for the rest of your life. And every time it rains, your arm is going to ache. When you're 30, when you're 40, when you're 50. Every time it rains, you'll remember me all over again. You're not going to tell a soul. You got that? You're never going to tell anyone. Oh God, oh God, he thought. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Hadley opened his wallet and looked at his driver's license. His name is Edward. And if you do, Eddie, Hadley said, waving his wallet in front of him before she put it in her purse. I got your social security number. I know where you live. I can frag your credit rating and seriously mess with your Facebook page. You wouldn't believe the people I know who can do that. And more. And just that, if I'm not so busy as to pay you a visit personally to kill you myself. So mum's the word, right, Eddie? No, Eddie thought. Fight back, fight back. He reached under his jacket and pulled out a wooden stake and held it out in front of him. Okay, Hadley said. So mum is the word. Hadley rolled her eyes in frustration. She then reached out and easily took the stake from his hand. Whoa, he thought. No, no, no. Oh, Eddie, Hadley said. A handheld weapon is only as good as the person holding it. Did you think this made you a vampire hunter? Real vampire hunters train for hours every day. They could kill you with one punch. Those guys and gals are true badasses. And even then... It's challenging for them to deal with us. So let me ask you, how many hours did you train with this today? Last week? Last year? Ten years ago? Did you, of all people, think you were smarter or faster or stronger than a vampire? 
There are real vampire hunters in the world, Hadley thought. The Watts family. And their weapons are both beautiful and deadly. They were made by the best artisans and technicians. Selected hardwoods, the finest silver, gold, and platinum. The highest quality stainless steel. All the classics that couldn't be approved upon, plus high-tech stuff that Van Helsing wouldn't have dreamed of. Serious tools for a serious job. At first glance, what Hadley held in her hand reminded her of the times she saw such handheld weapons. They were only human, but Hadley learned to never underestimate the Watts family vampire hunters. But it was quite obvious that Eddie was not one of them. This thing, Hadley thought, didn't feel quite right. She brought it to her nose and sniffed it. Then she tapped it on one of her fangs. You have got to be kidding me, she thought. Eddie, this thing? It's plastic, she said. Where did you get it? At some comic book convention? And all this, she pointed at the thin white metal chains around his neck with the upside-down pentangle, the ankh, the ram's head, the anarchy symbol, a Christian cross. And is that a Mercedes-Benz symbol? Do you know what any of this stuff really means? Do you have any idea? Had they moved away from him and walked in a circle with their arms out as if to say, What the heck am I going to do with you? She went back to him and said, Eddie, I want my coffee and I want my man. Not necessarily in that order. I've had enough of you and your astronomical stupidity. Hold up your arm. Let's get this done. Eddie was a blubbering puddle of frightened humanity. And that wasn't just the piss that ran down his leg and landed on the ground. He was sobbing in abject terror. His face drenched. He knew better than to beg for mercy. Vampires don't respond to that. He also knew the only way to get out of this alive. The vampire, the real vampire that he was facing made it all quite clear. So he raised his arm, closed his eyes tightly, and accepted the torture that would come. Hadley stepped closer to him. She put her hand on his arm. He flinched and whimpered, Open your eyes. For the last time, Hadley showed him her fangs. Eddie, she said, Do not disappoint me. Hadley removed her hand from his arm, turned around, and walked away. This has been a reading of Lucky Eddie, a short story from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price, written and read by W.J. Onifer. Technical assistance by Jesse Guerin. Music by Jason Shaw at Audionautics.com. Sound effects by Zapsplat.com. Get your copies of Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books at your favorite online bookstore. Like us at Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books on Facebook.